0: Peace Nostadis is a fantastic and versatile composer whose work spans across film, television, and much more, uh, from fantasy series such as Dragon Age Redemption, starring Felicia Day, to darker thrillers like The Wicked. Uh, Peace has established himself as a deeply versatile and emotionally driven composer. With projects constantly on his plate, there is no shortage of great music coming out from his terrific studio, uh, where we are sitting right now, and we are uh, about to discuss uh, some of his most recent work. Thank you, Peace, so much for inviting me here. Thank you so much for having me. So you've been uh, very busy since the last time we did an interview. Uh, So many great projects, uh, but a recent one you did was The Wicked, a horror thriller that came out earlier this year uh, that you co-scored with Joseph Loduca. I think uh, horror is a genre that presents composers with a a pretty great, fun challenge. Uh, In your opinion, what makes a good horror score, and uh, what did you try to do musically for The Wicked?
1: Well, a lot of my favorite horror scores have a have a really distinct tone and a feel that that really gets under your nerves you know mm-hmm. that, that what, what's great I think with horror as a as a genre is is that um, it's it's a you can really play with tone you can really set the tone like you know with films like Rosemary's Baby absolutely you know, yeah. and and um, The Shining uh-huh. is, you know one of my favorite uh, of 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 the genre, and 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 I think you know uh, talking about we were talking earlier about about um, about different horror scores and, mm-hmm. and that I that I like and I one of my favorite recently uh, although this was a few years ago now is is Johann Soderqvist's score for Let the Right One In yeah of course mainly because it was it was such a different score uh-huh. it's also a different film yeah and it, it it's um, I, I I don't see it very much as a horror film actually I see it a little bit more as a As a coming of age
0: absolutely story with
1: interesting things kind of horror elements, horror elements that happen. But I love the, the, the light and the dark in that film and and, and in that score. And, and I just, you know, I think, I think like with any genre, you know, I think you can really establish great themes Mm -hmm. and, and get to play with the duality. And that's something I love about the horror genre um, is that you can and, and 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 you know you can really have that duality of the character going insane psychologically uh-huh. or or on the flip side, it could also be supernatural and i and and that's a duality that i f- I find doesn't really happen in a lot of other genres yeah you
0: know it does you
1: know usually you don't really you know that, that's what I like about 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 this is is that you can approach it from possibly Different subtexts mm-hmm. and different and different, um, you know, f- from a character standpoint, from a horror monster type thing, or you know, these different approaches. Um, in the case of the Wicked, well, you know, I, I, the case of the Wicked was really really interesting for me also because I collaborated with um, the composer uh, Joseph Leduca. It's
0: fantastic, yeah.
1: Fantastic composer and a really wonderful guy. It was a really great fun to get to work with him on. On the score for *The Wicked*, um, and what you know, what what we really wanted to do it, it it's a it's a wonderful old-fashioned um, type um, monster film. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a well in this case it's it's a it's a witch. Yeah. Um, but it but it, it but it's a wonderful it's a wonderful um, take, I think on 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 that genre. Uh-huh. And and we really there's a lot of music. There's a lot of music in the film. And we really wanted to to try to build a thematic thread mm-hmm. um, through it, and 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 Joseph Joe and I really um, really worked together a lot on that, and and um, and, and and we we collaborated because he was in Michigan,
0: right, where he lives, uh,
1: where he lives and works, and and I was here, and we spotted the film with Peter, our director, he, um, here at my studio, mm-hmm. and. Um, and then linked Joe in, and we, we discussed a lot of the scenes. And and um, you know in this particular case, uh, we, we sort of divided up some of the work, but really stayed in collaboration right. in terms of the themes and, and the ideas. And I wrote a few of the themes, and he wrote a few of the themes. And then we got to really intermingle them. And Would
0: you like share, share your work with each other and kind of like, hey, this is what I'm working on right now. What are you working on? So you guys kind of knew? Or did you not know until it was kind of like, time to present the final mixes no and stuff.
1: no we, we we really um we sent back and forth ideas uh-huh. of 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 things and um and of course but it was also a very very short mm-hmm. post-production time for us we, i think i had about 28 days wow um and there was about 80 something minutes of music
0: that's a lot of music um, <laughs>
1: It's a lot of music it was a lot of music um and we were really sort of flying through the reels uh-huh. um, it, it's actually quite quite it was you know and this is really a testament I think to Peter and how and his team that he pulls together a lot of the team um, was actually people that I'd worked with on Dragon Age um, and you know uh, our wonderful Joe our um, another another Joe, Joe Dubon our, our mixing engineer uh-huh. um, our dubbing engineer dubbed Dragon Age and Rob Noakes you know we were all um, part of that original team and so it's really great when you get to come on board a, a project that you already know everyone right you know? And, yeah, yeah. And, and there's a trust and there's a there's a dialogue that you already have and that that was really something we we um uh we really l- relied upon on the wicket because of the schedule there was very little time to do what I guess conventionally one would do where uh-huh. you would, um, you know, play... So, you know, pl- play the thing, you would play it for Peter, go back and forth, and, you know, and then record the score in a traditional sense, right. mix it, and then deliver it. it. We didn't really have a lot of time for that, and so, you know, and being the wonderful and really great director that Peter is, um, you know, we really focused on the themes, you know, and that's really what Peter wanted, mm-hmm. you know, was, was just thematic scoring, you know, th- yeah. themes that can really carry an audience through this really crazy adventure <laughs> that these, these teenagers go through yeah. in the forest, um, as one does. Um, but, um, but, you know, and so we really, we really, you know, sat down and I wrote, I think I wrote a 15, 17 minute suite wow. at the beginning of, I mean, of course we were all aware of the, of the time schedule, but I, I, I always really enjoy starting off like that. For me starting off with with kind of to me i approach it similar i guess to how a screenwriter would write where, where he would come up with a, a treatment right of the script kind of like a generalization
0: yeah. sketch of it everything a sketch
1: of the different acts and what, yeah. what would be what and generally what what is going on in this thing and to have that skeleton
0: mm-hmm. and that's
1: really how i approached and how we approached um the score was, was to, to to for me to write and establish the sound, of this of this you know what what is that, what exactly is this going to sound like what thematically right. what is it going to, to be and, and I played that for Peter, and we I think the first reel I scored was reel five, which oh, I okay. believe was the last reel, um, and I scored that whole reel, because that was <laughs> the big that was the big, you know ending
0: yeah yeah the big um,
1: and and Joe was working mainly on reel one at the time. And so we we sort of
0: at did both the ends, opening, yeah. you know, opening
1: and ending, and then basically wheels two, three, and four, Peter heard pretty much at the dub, because <laughs> like I said, there is just very little time.
0: Right. So you're there. just cranking it
1: out. So it was very, um, and I and I had a I had a call phone call with Peter about that. You know, it, it was of um, you know how How do we you know how can we figure this out and and he he really gave me the vote vote of confidence on that one he said, you know
0: you look <laughs> look you know when he
1: said look i you know i I've worked with you, we've worked before, and right. I trust you, so you know go go and do it you yeah know, and go and don't worry about you know don't worry about um you know running every t- entire little detail you know because we really just we need to get it." To yeah. dub on time, yeah. Um, but but uh, having said that, he, you know, we, he he had already approved the themes. The the DNA of the score was set. Okay. So we knew, you know, we knew, and that that would have been very strange if we didn't have that scene. Yeah. You know, and and that's really, you know, because he's really the captain of our ship. You know, yeah, and, the director, and to, yeah. You know, and and you really want to feel like you you have the trust uh, yet at the same time the freedom mm-hmm. to get to explore and that, and that's something you know Peter gave me very much on Dragon Age and very much on the wicked um, is that is that freedom and, and, and that nurturing right you know aspect of let's you know let's just try it yeah. and see if it works you know?
0: That's great for collaborative freedom and just I think it's a great environment to have that collaborative uh, kind of continuation and freedom between a director and a composer
1: very much very much so yeah.
0: And uh, so you also did, completely on a different other end of the spectrum, you did a, a score to a feature called Rock Jocks, which stars uh, Andrew Bowen, uh, Felicia Day, Doug Jones. Uh, this isn't the first time you're scoring Felicia's acting. You, uh, she uh, did Dragon Age Redemption. So how did you get involved with uh, this film? Was it through Felicia? Did you, and then how did you formulate a sci-fi comedy sound for And that's That's crazy kind of a genre, and, and comedy I think is the hardest thing to do.
1: It's extremely tough. And it was very, very hard. Yeah. It was very hard. Um, it's funny because Dragon Age was a really wonderful start uh-huh. in terms of the world of of, of meeting Felicia and right. meeting Peter. And and I actually was approached about rock. Well, it, 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 I met the producers for Rock Jock, Rock Jocks, um, at the screen, at the premiere of Dragon Age. <laughs> Because, because I believe it was around, by the time we premiered it, they I don't remember if they had shot a lot of it or they were currently shooting, mm-hmm. but they were, they were already in the works on yeah. that. And, um, and at the time I heard that there was somebody else um, attached from a composer standpoint. And, and so we just met and we, yeah. had, a, we had a wonderful chat and, and they had really enjoyed Dragon Age. Um, and what I'd done on that on that score, um, and then I think it was like a few months later I got a call and and <laughs> the call and the call as one as one as one does, and um, and they said, can we talk? And so I said, you know, sure, let's 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 talk. And and they actually sent me a cut of the film with absolutely no music. It was completely silent, um, which is always. The preferred method a welcome Um, but rare rare fortunately I've been quite fortunate a lot of the filmmakers I've worked with um, tend to allow me that freedom and tend to tend to I believe that at at least from even from the wicked standpoint I Mm. don't remember if there was any any temp music but I don't think I heard any of it um, if there was Uh Um, but but um, but on Rock Jocks um, yeah so I saw the film for the first time and it was completely silent, and, and that's really fun, it was really fun to get to, because, you know, sometimes ideas start bubbling, yeah, and, yeah. and it was actually really wonderful because the theme, once when I finished the film, watching the film, I had heard this melodic idea uh-huh. for the ending, for the theme at the end of the film, And so I ran over to the piano and sort of, you know, and this was before I got the job. So I, I, you know, just wrote it down anyway, just in case, you know, because, and that's one of the reasons I do my big sweet things. Right. Is, is it, apart from that, apart from being a a treatment, in a sense, the structure of the score, it's also a very important diary entry for me because my first initial unbiased, un you know yeah, yeah. Uh, thought through necessarily uh, emotional response to the film is usually very precious. Not necessarily that it will make it into the final film or not, mm-hmm. but just precious to have. Right. You know that 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 um, original. You know you're an outsider watching this film, and so uh, interestingly, uh, that that theme that I scribbled on on the paper. Uh-huh at the end of that screening um, became the main theme for rock jocks later wow. on which was really fun uh, to get to to get to take that idea and, and really explore that um, and I, uh, you know in terms of in terms of the uh, the sci-fi comedy aspect of it it's a it's a very tricky it's a very tricky balance um, because you know and i think that's what's, you know the thing with comedy too is everybody comes from it comes to it, sorry, from a very different perspective. You know, because comedy is so, is I think, is, can be very referential. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I like to call it referential in the sense of, you know, it's, you know, it's referring a specific culture or a specific... In this particular case, there's a lot of sci-fi references, mm-hmm. you know. So if you've never seen a sci-fi film, um, which is probably quite rare, right. but if for some <laughs> reason you haven't, it may not translate very well. Um, and also from a language standpoint Mm -hmm. we really had a lot of discussions about this during the scoring of it as to uh, as to you know how how we were going to approach this because it's because from a genre perspective there's two very specific styles that is part of the film Uh which is this very sort of um kind of dry office like atmosphere Uh To mainly the first part of the film, the first act and a half or so, Um, and then we very sort of gradually transition into this exciting sci-fi intergalactic thing Uh (laughs) at the end of the film without giving too much away. Um, So, so it's you know so we really but but you know the the thing that I was very concerned about and very much wanting to do in that particular film was to really establish. The seeds of thematic ideas earlier in the film, so that once things start to come to fruition, yeah. that that's there. But like I said, it's very tricky because you've got because you've got this more dry sense of comedy right. earlier in yeah, the film, yeah. which doesn't necessarily accommodate massive amounts of thematic score right. at the beginning. But fortunately you know and, and it was really fun actually working with 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 Paul our mm-hmm. director um and really just you know really playing with it i really had a, a lot of fun with him in a sense that that i don't get on on a lot of films which is that i almost felt like we were co-composing it wow in 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 many ways because Obviously, I had come up with the thematic ideas and musically sort of what I'd like to do with it. Yeah. But then we really sort of worked on it together. And he would be right next to me and he'd be going, oh, yes, can we, can we, let's, let's do this, you know, let's, let's try this here. And let's, you know, and I would, you know, come up with my thing. And we'd really sort of collaborate very strongly, which, which, you know, and I, I haven't done an immense amount of comedy.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: But it was really fun to get to do that and to get to really experience it um, together, right, right. you know. And and, um, and we really had a lot a close. We had a, a lot more time um, to do that. Uh, interestingly, it was right back to back with The Wicked.
0: So you finished The Wicked and then so right I, to I jumped on. right
1: onto that. Wow. Uh, in fact, I started writing initial. I I had already started developing ideas before I got on Wicked. Uh huh. And then um, basically the ending suite the big sci-fi thing and mm. the, and the the what I call the father and son uh-huh. theme it's been a while so I'm sort of re- <laughs> re- recounting my experiences but but there was you know what was really nice about it is that is that you know despite the comedy and despite the sci-fi there's a wonderful um, human story uh, that's part of it. And I think that's really the best ingredient to any Absolutely, film, yeah. regardless of genre, is, is, to, is to have that, that human journey. Absolutely. That journey. And, and, and this was really, and certainly for me, it was a journey about a father who wanted to be with his son. Right. It's just that he goes through all sorts of bizarre comedic and and, and quite (laughs) interesting uh, obstacles to do that, Uh but but it's about that. And so that really was the seed for me of the score, was finding that emotional thing and then you know because the comedy can take care of itself right a lot of the time you know it the, usually the,
0: comes from like the performance the performances
1: or, yeah. um being very timely in in, in timing right uh, the editing and everything yeah and 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 of course music as well but but and we had a great cast you know felicia's fantastic she's mm-hmm. she's very funny and she's a wonderful actor Actor. And, um, you know, we had Doug Jones, right. uh, again, who I had worked with on Dragon Age, uh-huh. um, and he played our, our wonderful alien,
0: yeah. um, as, who he is does. Really, as
1: he does, <laughs> who is really wonderful. Really, really really I got to write a fun theme for him. He had a really fun, fun thing. Um, and, you know, we had we had uh, Justin Chon mm-hmm. who I think recently was in 21 and Over, I believe was uh-huh. the film that he was in. And we had we had lots of uh, wonderful ensemble. Yeah, it was a, had... really an ensemble picture. So that was really, really a lot of fun to, fun to do. And, and but balancing that was really tricky. I can
0: imagine. Yeah, it was
1: re- really tricky. But when you have a good team around you and when you when you can trust your filmmakers, it's yeah. it helps a lot
0: makes for a much better environment. Yes. Um, another recent uh, short film he did was Night Vet, uh, which stars Gra- uh, James Cromwell. Uh, so when you're scoring a film that's kind of heavily focused on characters more so than, you know, genre is not the kind of calling card of this film. You, you're more interested in the characters uh, and the plot. So where does your inspiration come from, specifically for something like a project like this? What really influenced your music? What do you draw from the most?
1: Well, for *Night Night Vet* was a really fun project. Um, I love James Cromwell, mm-hmm. as everybody does, and I and I met Julie, who is the director of right. the film. Um, you know, quite quite early in her process of the film, uh-huh. as I like to try to do if possible. And it was actually a case of I met her. I actually met her at a screening, at, at one of these awards screenings yeah, this yeah. time last year. Actually, it was Anna Karenina. We sat next to each other at Anna Karenina, and we both enjoyed the film quite a bit, and and got chatting, and as one does mm-hmm. at, in screenings, uh, not not in the, not during the film,
0: but, uh, yeah. but okay, kicked but, out. But yes, exactly. <laughs> but
1: it, but during you know during you know at while you're there, yeah. and um, and you know and, and it was one of those conversations of of. Um, you know, what do you do, etc. Uh-huh. and I'm a composer. Oh, I'm, I, I'm looking for a composer for my next film. Uh, and that's really, that's really fun when yeah. that happens. And, and um, so we became good friends. We became good friends, and she had given me the script um, very early on. This was, I think, before, the, she was planning to do it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd read the script, and I really enjoyed. Interestingly, this, this is another quirky sort of, um, drama comedy. Right. Again, it, you know, it, it has a wonderful blend of, of two genres, uh, one could say of the, of the drama aspect of it and the, the comedy side. Right. But again, I think Julie did a wonderful job of balancing that and, and creating, creating a world that is very, because not that takes place over. Over one night, yeah, yeah, you know, um, and that's always fun. It's always fun when you can sort of be with the characters for one s- small period of time, right? And and not spanning, you know, years and years and years. Um, although that's wonderful too, in a different way. But anyway, th- so this was this was a really fun, um, uh, com- co- comedic um, experiment. Uh, in terms of in terms of inspiration, we both love. Henry Mancini oh wow we, we, we really did and and uh, we really do and um, and he was I would say he was one of my main inspirations for the score because there's a bit of a throwback feel to it uh-huh. um, certainly for me and it, we we really discussed a lot about the idea that this was a type of film that that you don't get to see a lot yeah anymore it's not a, it's not dark it's not Monsters coming and yeah, destroying yeah. the planet. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a wonderful style. <laughs> but no, this was a really nice sort of it really felt, you know, and, and we I think independently, none of n- n- neither of us told the other uh, or you know um, beforehand that this was you know she didn't say, "Oh, can we do something like that?" Uh-huh. You know, she just you know said again, you know, again, uh, I think most of the films we've talked about today. Again, it didn't have Tim. Yeah, a um, lucky guy. Lucky guy. <laughs> um, and we, well, partially, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was on board before they shot the film. Yeah, that
0: definitely. I believe
1: it was before they shot the film. Um, and and so we really had we had lots of lunches and lots of discussions as to what the music could be. Uh-huh. You know, and I I ended up they were doing a, a big campaign uh, a teaser for which was really fun actually. Uh really well shot and and uh and Jamie was in it, Jamie, uh, James Cromwell. Uh uh-huh. um, was in it and he plays the the wonderfully charismatic Dr. Evergood. Uh-huh. Um and and so I had scored that. I I had scored the um that original campaign that teaser that they uh-huh. had done. And so I'd already sort of worked out a few ideas in that mm-hmm. that carried over into the score. But we really we knew we wanted Again, really thematic. We right, wanted, right. you know, because the heart of the film is really a journey, it's a journey of discovery for this woman, mm-hmm. you know, who goes into this vet and and it changes her life in many ways, but it's a journey of 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 rediscovery for her character, and that that's really the arc that we wanted to to play with and yeah. and, and the emotion and the human aspect. So you know, and again, I think, you know regardless of genre you know that that even though like you say this is a more this is more you know it it allows you to be more close to that aspect of it but regardless you know any film that i you know that you do i think you it's so important to find that what is what is what does the film mean what is the heart of the film and not necessarily the 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 a plot. If right. You, will. you know right. that that will take care of itself. People will know, right. you know what happens. It's right. already there. But I think one of the jobs that music can do quite well is it, it, when done well is to try and help bring forth or highlight or you know um, embody mm-hmm. the spirit of the film. Right. in whatever story it is. Right. So that was very much that was very much the score of that. Um, again, I I, I wrote a main the main theme was written um, before I ended up scoring the film. Um, well, I, I'd seen the film, I'd seen a rough cut, but we but you know, like I say, I like to I like to start off start off developing, mm-hmm. you know, be, be, because because it's it's very it, it's a reaction. When you when you're when you're scoring when I'm scoring So right, right. a, a lot of it you know because I you know I've done the classical training I love classical music mm-hmm. I love lots of different styles of music but I feel like it I feel, personally for me it cannot be a calculated thing it for me it cannot be a um, you know I'm I'm doing you know such and such a chord right. because we're doing this such and such a scene right. it, it really has to be. For me, for for it to mean anything to me, it has to be an emotional response right. and an emotional reaction to the film. Right, right. Um, and so I love to be able to either read the script or watch the film, depending on what stage I come in mm-hmm. to the film on, and just sort of get to close my eyes and think about it and 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 feel. Right. What yeah. am I feeling? Absolutely. And, and that's usually the starting point, and that certainly was the case with this, and it was very moving for me, and I I, I don't think. Julie will mind me telling this little story, but I had written what what is the main theme of the of the film uh-huh. and, um, and 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 it was just something I was playing around. It, it it became the main theme. I was still playing around with it, and Julie came over at one point, and I played it for only on the piano because I hadn't mocked it up or anything. Uh-huh. Because I you know I, in this particular case, I knew that the main thing had to be the m- melodic thing, right. you know, and, and not. You know, and you can get very lost playing with fun sounds. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And so I really, you know, just I just wrote it on the piano. And so I, she came over and I played it to her on the piano. And then I turned around and she was drying her eyes. <laughs> and I was very moved. Um, and that became the theme for the film. And uh, the rest of it was very, very, very different. Because the rest of it was very... Um, and that, th- th- there's two characters... Musically, in the, in the film, there's the fun, quirky, um, quite uh, um, frazzled uh-huh. um, musical thing that accompanies our main character. Um, and then there's the heart of it the, right. the, the change, the transformation, the, which is the theme I just described mm. to the, you, the, the, that I wrote at the time. And that came first. And then we went into the the stuff and the comedy was really fun because it's you know you have such wonderful actors right right yeah, you know, yeah. and and um, and the rest of the cast is fantastic and and I, I was just at the screening of the film recently a few weeks ago and it was really nice to see it on the big screen yeah and, all finished you know all finished <laughs> and and um, and it was great it was a really one, wonderful response and I'm glad the audience really responded to it that's good because yeah. that's you know it, it's such a more more so I think than than other genres comedy is is, you know, it's really terrible when nobody laughs at what oh, yeah, you're God. hoping to do. <laughs> you know, you go, oh, good God. You know, what happened? <laughs> what did we do? But 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 it was great. And I think the audience loved it. So that was really well, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. Really
0: nice. um, you also scored a Western short called What Have I Done? And Westerns are my favorite genre so how did you craft your own western score under a genre that holds it held so many archetypes so many expectations especially when it comes to the music you have greats like morricone and steiner and just like people who have defined the genre for the entire history of film. so where do you even begin
1: well what have i done was a really fun I keep saying that really fun project. It It really, it really was. It was, (laughs) and it was extremely unexpected. Yeah, you see, because I wasn't. It was one of the few films that I that I did, that I was not intended to score the film. Uh huh. Because I I I've done over the years. Sometimes I would collaborate with filmmakers, from a sonic standpoint, Mm -hmm. from a sound design, from a. a sound standpoint right? and I would help contribute to that side of the film and that's how this film came to me mm-hmm. was they already had they didn't have an actual score he had a um, he had a lot of original music that was sort of written for the film uh-huh. for different parts of the film um, and that was how it was supposed to be and I was supposed to come in and help with the sound and stuff but as as, as I can tend to do um, you know I get very invested in the film You're right and as I was working on the sound and, whatnot and you know school. I kind of <laughs> had a little idea I you know I, I said oh you know this uh, to myself yeah. oh, I, I'm hearing this thing that I think could be nice because you know again that that film was a is a is a wonderful story of of finding oneself
0: uh-huh.
1: and it, it, again after a traumatic event, and that's the heart of the film. There's a mm. lots of fun elements to the film, but that was the heart of the film for me. was 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 a of a character who was lost, a character who was lost emotionally, uh-huh. and had to find himself or had to come to this, go through this journey of rediscovery of of finding who you are and where you belong, and that's you know it's a, it's it, I was just having this conversation the other day. It's it's a subject of which i find that i relate to very much uh, uh, particularly the where do i belong bit yeah because i i i'm a little bit uh, you know a child of multiple mainly two you know two dichotomies i have a lot of dichotomies right. i guess in my life you know i have um you know i i i grew up in a very western in a very european slash american um, community mm-hmm. and and, and um, yet I'm originally from Thailand all right. kind of stuff. so I have all these dichotomies I grew up classical music but I love modern stuff as well yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and finding you know and finding that and I think I think not to divert too much into a psychological analyze analysis session here but <laughs> but but it really plays a big part of, of relating to that kind of story so anyway as I said I was working on the sound uh-huh. and I uh, one night, I think I I taken a break and I I was just hearing something. I was actually running around, running some errands, and I heard something, and so I started playing around with it that evening, and um, ended up scrib. I still have the score. In fact, that whole score I hand wrote, uh, which never happens anymore. And I I did not plan to do that. Uh-huh. It just was how it turned out to be. <laughs> so I had scribbled the thing. It was you know just the melody and the, the chords and stuff on 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 a on a piece of score paper at the piano, and I believe it was, and I and I played it under a few scenes Uh because there are a few scenes in the film that I felt, oh, this would be really nice, I I think, if there could be this hymn, and that really was in terms of going back to the approach you had asked about the approach. That really was my approach was to write a hymn, you know, sort of a southern hymn, Mm -hmm. and I grew grown up with that too, and so it, it it does really move me and, mm-hmm. and and he and there is a lot of sort of this slightly religious element right in the film anyway and so it worked very very well and so I, anyway like i said i i played around with this idea and i had played it synced it to picture mm-hmm. and 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 because of the way everything was set up i did not do it the whole score was done not to click which is why it was handwritten and which is how we recorded uh-huh. it Um, because it was just me playing with the scene. You know, it was me playing, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of dialogue, too, in the film, and and so it was just, again, that response that we talked about, that responding to his character. And and it was really interesting, too, because the director was the main actor. He played the main actor. He was was an actor-director. And so I've gotten to know Bob, who's our director, um, through obviously working on it. And and here he was on the screen... Playing this character, it's a very emotional scene in the grave in a graveyard, and he was he had this discussion, you know, kind of with himself about about this. Uh-huh. And so I had played that hymn that I had written the night before to the picture, and he and and Bob came over, and I and I was a little bit scared of playing it to him with the picture uh-huh. because I had. I don't remember, I can't remember if there was music there or if there wasn't any music there.
0: So you might have overstepped something else I, that was already there? I
1: can't remember, <laughs> exactly. But anyway, so I said to him, well, you know, Bob, I, I have this thing I want to play for you. You know, just just see what you think, you know. And so I went to the, the piano and I, I played him the theme. And he, and he uh, you know he actually started to tear up again. I, I I don't mean to overdo this tearing up thing.
0: Well, that's a good thing for a but, composer. <laughs> but it
1: was very he was very moved yeah. by it. And and I said, Oh well that's great. I also played it up against one of the scenes in the film and so I then walked over here to my desk and played it that scene for him. Uh-huh. And he really liked it and and so that and so I ended up Scoring most of the rest, a lot of the rest of the film, Um, and um, but like I say, there's a lot of other pieces of music that were already there, and it was for me, my my for me on that film, it was much more about the main contribution that I brought to the table was was that Mm hymn. You know, there there was other underscore for other bits of the film, but it was all basically that hymn because what I was trying to find with that. Was to find again that heart, right. and that, that that arc in the story right. that, that could define his journey. Right, right. Um, and and so that that you know became, what that score became.
0: Well, it's it's amazing how it starts with kind of a simple idea and just kind of a
1: I see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well, it was interesting too because, like I say, why well, you know I wasn't that wasn't what I was supposed to right to do. So, <laughs> so, but like, but that's but see, I think that that's what great collaborators do yeah, with yeah. each other is that we're 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 just throwing things around and going well. What can we try? Right. Could this be something that could be useful? See what sticks. Really. See what see what works or what doesn't. And I and and you know and Bob was very open to mm. to ideas and very open to you know. But having a, a firm idea of what it is that he was trying to tell and what right, story right. it was. And so that was you know that was was really I I particularly loved. I remember before that um, what Carter Burwell did on on the um, True on True Grit. Right. And with with the solo piano hymn thing. Right. You know, yeah. which which was very moving to me yes. and very um, different as Absolutely, well yeah. and 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 that approach to me worked very well for for what we were doing mm-hmm. in the sense that there's a lot of other big things going on. But what was, but what was the heart of the film? Right. And it was about a, a person who was he was really sort of ostracized his character you know he was sort of misunderstood and ostracized in his community and so he was one person right. against this whole thing and so the solo piano thing was very appropriate it seemed very appropriate for the film uh-huh. and so it was a very very small scope yeah very you know at one point we had a fiddler as well and a little bit of guitars but for the most part it was the solo piano and a few um um ap- uh, sort of ambient things that mm-hmm. i had put together as well uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a fun project. It was a fun project.
0: I mean, that's a, it's been a busy time for you, uh, but uh, are you working on anything right now that you can speak of? Any projects that are in the works that can be shared? Yes, well, it's,
1: it's actually a, a, a wonderful time at the moment where, where there's quite a lot of things going on. Um, I'm at You know, it, it's funny. The other thing that was, was interesting this year was I, I'd been asked by this wonderful company in London... Um, Altitude Music with their new project Must Save Jane, to uh, create a few trailer pieces oh, wow. for for that, um, and so I was very, of course, honored, and and I said, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, sure, let's do that. So yeah. I actually spent, I spent two months wow. recording <laughs> three trailer pieces, well, writing and recording. Right, kind of right. We I think we had twelve hours of ethnic percussion and wow. seven hours of drums and things. It was a lot. It was a lot to do, but it was really fun. It, w- it really felt like scoring three little films, Yeah. you know, um, because that's what I, you know, that's what I try to do in, in, in the piece, in each piece is to create a little narrative story, uh-huh. you know, in the trailer. And I think that's what good trailers do. Oh, absolutely. They, they, create, yes. they create that sense of environment of, of the thing. So anyway, so I'm working on a new project right now for them, for the new album that they're putting together right now. Um... I just um, started uh, recently on um, working with a wonderful fashion designer on her new campaign for her new collection um, through a friend of mine, through a filmmaker friend of mine who had worked on the, um, had directed the campaign. Mm. And he had approached me and said, you know, would you be interested in doing this? And I've only done one other fashion thing. Mm -hmm. um, But many, many years ago, we did... um, I think it was the fall winter collection for, for a um, a French fashion designer, hmm. and we did we did some fun stuff on that. And so I, you know, and I, I, I love that world. I do enjoy
0: that. Yeah, it's very interesting. That world. Yeah, yeah. So it was
1: really great. And she was here the other day. The fashion designer Emily. Her name's Emily. Um, Emily. Emily Dacera. And and um, her 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 new her new line is wonderful. It's very very beautiful. It's very classic, um, mm-hmm. but quite. Sort of edgy, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, and and I really love her, um, her look, you know, what mm-hmm. she does with it, and and that's really fun because I feel in, in 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 many ways it's really what we try to do in film is we try to capture the sound of the film, right? The sound of this story. What right. is the sound of the story? And I, and that's basically what we're doing with the fashion. Yeah, yeah. With her line is what is the sound of this world that she's created so beautifully with clothes, right? And what what can that sound be? Um, and so it really isn't that different, really. From her, I know it's a great.
0: That's, that's a really cool parallel. Scoring yeah. film,
1: yeah, it's really fun to get to just discover this sound. Mm-hmm. And, and she yeah. came down here the other day. We had a wonderful meeting, uh, and and it turned into I, I think she, she ended up being here for seven hours. <laughs> And it was, it was funny because it was supposed to be a sort of, you know, a couple hour, meeting yeah, yeah. whatever. And I think she left at like midnight because we just had <laughs> such a great time, yeah. we, you know, throwing thing, ideas around and just, just chatting. and Anyway, so, so I'm working on that one and I'm very, very glad to be back on board with my wonderful Swedish directing duo, um, Andre Hedetoft and Andreas Clement, Clement um, and their new film, Double Trouble, mm. which... Also happens to be a sci-fi, romance comedy. Sci-fi romance comedy.
0: It's, it'll be a breeze. It'll be. It, it's <laughs> yes.
1: I'm currently staring at a page, going, "What the heck am I doing?" <laughs> um, quite literally. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but
0: page but, syndrome.
1: But you know. But again, you know, uh, I just uh, a day or two ago, I just had a wonderful Skype meeting with them, uh-huh and and you know again with both of these guys I worked with them on Logan earlier this uh, last year and I did on um, the the um, pixels gonna film festival video with them and I you know it, it's such a re- it's such a it, it's a relief I mean in, in in one sense to work with with filmmakers that you can really trust right and I really trust them I really trust you know their judgment right. and their and their you know and and I think that the worst thing for any composer, I think is is when you're working with a, a director that you don't feel you can trust. Mm-hmm. You're not sure of what it is that they're doing right. or what they want you to be doing, etc. Um, but I've you know I worked with them like I say on on Logan last year when they approached me for that and and it was just fantastic and and I you know. And just that, that energy of, you know, showing them something and them saying, well, that's great, but what about this? and uh-huh. like, Well, that just made the score better, yeah. you know, and the film better, too. And I think that's the, that's the type of collaborators that one would love to work with right, and right, one would right, hope right. to get to yeah. work with is, is collaborators that not only make the film better, but make you better and make right. your work better and, and, and eat with each other, you know. And, and I've been very lucky to be able to work with such wonderful filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, you know, we have that. And we have a few few other things on the horizon. Well,
0: that's so. like exciting times ahead. So, yes, it'll um, be a fun year. It'll absolutely, fun 2014. And we'll have to talk about that, too, when that, all that stuff comes together. Yes, Um uh, But peace. thank you so much for inviting me here in your beautiful studio and for uh, taking the time to talk about your work.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.